My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Rent Perfect Podcast. I'm David Pickron here today with my good friend, Scott Aubrey. Scott, how are you? Uh, amazing. Well, right? I, I, appreciate, Always amazing. I appreciate you coming back, yeah. you know, um, being being close friends with you and business partners with you for a long time. And we talked about kind of copywriting and doing ads last time. And I, I come across, across a topic that I really wanted to discuss with someone, um, but I didn't really know an expert kind of in this field other than you're an expert just by your demeanor, and that is conflict resolution. Thank you. Right? I try, yeah. Um, it just seems to me that, you know, around our office, uh, our friends, everyone seems to come to you because they feel like you just, I think, handle situations better than me. I'm a little jealous of that, right? Hey, I'm not going to brag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit more of a reactor. I'm a little bit more of a, I've got other things on my mind. Uh, I just want to solve a problem and move on to the next right, one. Yeah. And sometimes I don't slow down enough and kind of like take it in and help somebody through um, you know, the issues that they're having. And as a landlord, I have issues come to me all the time. And I still want to build on this trust and transparent and good relationship with my, my uh, residents. Now, I'm not best friends with them. I don't want to become best friends with them, but I still want to be a good, open, transparent landlord. But I got to be tough sometimes. Yeah, and absolutely. So yeah. a friend of mine, Mark Delfini, kind of, told me about a kind of uh, something he uses in his head because he's kind of an analytical like me and it's a it's he calls it learn okay, okay. what is, is that, that's an acronym for an, something right? yeah it is so l is for listen e is for empathy which i struggle at right i gotta really work on that e yeah a is apologize r is restate and then the n is notify and so now what i'm trying to do is i get someone who calls me or or does something i'm trying to go through these steps and slow down for a second so I'm better at conflict resolution, okay? You're my expert because I think you just, it's been bred into you. I think it's just a natural thing for me. I don't, I don't, even, I don't go through any process, but it's just a natural thing for me to, to listen, to, to feel sorry for you or help you feel sorry for you, right. to, to right. apologize for that happening, right. you know, to, and then to try and help you right. make a plan of action moving forward. It takes an acronym for me to logically do it. Hey. It just comes natural for you. So decide on... on you know, who's watching this podcast, where you fit in all this. But for you, who kind of just react like I do, I really wanted to give you something that really helped me. Now, let me tell you how it helped me. I took a phone call the other day, and uh, it was a neighbor to one of my single-family homes. Okay. And he was a little sheepish at first, but he was kind of not happy. And he said, do you own the house at so-and-so and so-and-so? And at first I thought it was like some sales call I'm getting every day. And I'm almost, right, I almost right. just hung up the phone. Yeah. But for some reason, <laughs> something was a little different about this tone. And I just said, yeah, I do. I own the home over there. Okay, great. Your tenant's kids are going across the street and they're taking a hatchet to a mature tree that's beautiful and it, it keeps the neighborhood looking good in value. And they're over there whacking away on a tree. Okay. So what, 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 what's your natural response to that? Like, your immediate response. Well, why don't you go talk to the kids? Right. 
Why don't you go yeah. next door and talk to why, why you? Why are you looking me up right. like, under the county <laughs> records? And then, you know, a name like David Pickron, I'm easy to find, right? right? And uh, so my first or- initial feeling was like, why are you calling me? You know? But I remember this. And I'm like, okay, this kind of works for me. And I use this in a lot of places. Okay. So, I, so I listened to him and I said, um, you know, we want that neighborhood to stay nice because we want our property values to stay up. We, we need those big trees. You can't replace those big trees. Said, oh, no, 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 you can't replace those big trees, right? I said, well, I apologize that my, my residents, their kids, are out there doing that. But let me get this clear. Yesterday, no, 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 it was two days ago. Okay, so two days ago, you saw my neighbor's kids with a hatchet cutting down this tree. Yes. Okay. Let me contact the parents and let me make sure that my residents are not destroying our neighborhood. That's important to me and I know it's important to you. So I went through, I listened, I empathized, I apologized, I restated, make sure I had the facts straight, right? Mm-hmm. And I notified them that I'm going to go ahead and tell you know, or have a conversation with it. Because the reality is what else is going through my mind is here comes the letter from the HOA. Right. Right. Here comes, you know, you got to go buy a, a, you know, at least a 24-inch box tree, which is 200 bucks. I'm, I'm starting to go, and how is this going to affect right. me, right? right? Plus out in tr- front of my house, I'm seeing a tree, like, cut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this particular neighborhood, there are, like, all these same trees lined up in a row. And they're really pretty, the way you kind of drive into. You're familiar with the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just yeah. for... Just for people here on the podcast, if one tree's down, it's going to be like tree, tree, empty for space. It's mm-hmm. not going to be symmetrical. So I'm going through this whole thing going like, what are these? So I'm picturing these rowdy kids, these, you know, this old man comes out, quit cutting down the tree. And I'm going right. through this thing in my head. And what are they doing to your house and, with those hatchets? And, right? And, and <laughs> honestly, honestly, my residents and their kids were guilty in my head. By the time I got done with this phone right. call. Judge and jury, they're they, done. They yeah. were done. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready to to call over there. And so I get a hold of the the resident. He's been there for about five years. Been a good been a good resident, been a good relationship. But when I first rented to her, her kids were younger and I don't know how they've grown up right. and, and I haven't you know, I don't know the kids real well, yeah. right? Are so, they are they those kids? Are they, yeah, yeah right? they, exactly. Yeah, kids. So so I call her up and she's like, I'm like, Hey, um, just got a call and I didn't want to tell on the neighbor, so I don't have neighbor issues. So I said, I just got a call from the HOA, and I guess there's a tree out in front. She's like, oh, yeah, that tree. Can you believe the UPS truck hit that? I'm like, well, wait a minute. That wasn't in the in the story. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I told them to go out, and it was already, the, the branch was already knocked down. It's dead, but it's still kind of hanging on to the tree. And so I told them down there, go down there, knock that tree off, and let's get that into what we have a big pickup that comes around yeah, for the like truck. Yeah, like a bulk right? trash Bulk pickup, trash. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. let's get that in the bulk trash, and let's get that. It's an eyesore. Yeah. So our kids are out there, and, and now I'm listening to this going, wait, wait, wait. This whole story's changing. But what's interesting is this learn, this listen, empathize. I use this on her, too. Right, yeah. In my communication, right? I had this at the original phone call. Mm-hmm. And then instead of calling her, your kids are just the worst, and I'm going, am I going to have to evict you for, you know, and getting all upset about it, I right. went into it, just, okay, now let me hear, and, and I listened, and then I empathized, and I was almost like, well, I'm apologizing, I'm even calling you, that's <laughs> that's a good deed that they did, yeah. right? And then uh, I told her that I would notify the HOA for them, even though I didn't want to say neighbor, I, maybe she's listening to this, I'm giving away yeah. my secrets, so, <laughs> sorry, Nikki. Um, but anyways, I didn't want to create neighbor problems, so I just kind of used the HOA as an example, and the situation ended up being totally different than it, what it was presented for me. So if I freaked out and I created problems when there really weren't problems, I would have looked not real smart. Yeah. Right? So 
I wanted to just to come talk about how do we as landlords deal with tough situations. And so I want you to give me a couple okay. situations. Perfect. That I, I get to play have, host for a yeah, minute. Yeah, you, you, awesome. you take I over the it. mic yes. and put me on the spot. Okay. And I can't even tell you that I'm going to pass this, but I'm going to try my best. Well, we're going right? to give you a couple of situations. Okay, okay perfect. Let's think. Uh, we live in Phoenix, right? So the number one issue in Phoenix between the months of May and September is my air conditioning. So, David, I'm your tenant, and I woke up this morning in a sweaty mess. It's 100 degrees in my house. It's 110 degrees outside. What are you going to do about it? Right, so I get the phone call, yep. and... and yeah. Hey David, yeah. uh, you, you know what? Hey, I, I'm I'm. It's hot over here, and this I, and is I, ridiculous. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't expect to be living in these kind of conditions. It's 110 degrees outside. I pay you my rent right every month, and I expect yeah. perfect. Uh, yeah, I should have that, right. no, no problems with right. this home. Right. You cash the check. I expect perfection. And I get that phone call. Okay. So, hey, listen. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. There is no real way that I can tell when an air conditioning is going to go out. But I completely understand because I wouldn't want to be sitting in 100 degree, 105 degrees. And I'm sure your morning has not been the easiest. And I'm sure your family, and you're probably questioning, should we go to a hotel? It's tough. And I get that. And I really apologize that that air conditioning unit went out. Um, working yesterday doesn't work today. It happens. But here's, here's the key. What can we do to get you comfortable again? Right? Right. So let me make sure I understand the whole situation before I call my AC guy to make sure when he comes out, he's going to be able to help you the first time he comes out because he understands the problem. This morning at 8 o'clock, you noticed your house is heating up. Yes. It's, you're reading right now at about 102 degrees. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, um, man, that's, that's hot. So I don't know if you can go, you're going off to work today or going off to school today, but I'm going to try by the time you get back from work to have that guy there. And it's really hot out right now. He might be busy, but I'm going to do my best to get him over there right away. But I'm going to notify you. Can I text you? Absolutely. When he comes yeah, over? yeah. You've got my cell Can number, I yeah. give him your number and have him contact you directly to make sure you get that cool air on? That would, be, that would be great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, that would be awesome. I want you comfortable over there, and I appreciate all you do. Have a good day. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I'm so feeling pretty good now. That's how I would handle that one. Yeah. Um, now, that's an easy conversation if the person was mellow as they called me. You, sure. You're mellow, you stay mellow, but they call kind of heated. It's my job to bring it down, mm -hmm. right? Because I've got some stuff that I've got to figure out. So did I do okay there? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, that okay. was great. I listened, I empathized, yeah. I apologized. I restated the issue so I can make sure my AC guy knew, you know, did, did it freeze up? Right. Um, is it a whole new unit? You know, whatever. Has this happened before? Did you turn off the unit for a while to let it unthaw? I mean, yeah, these things that I'm right, restating yeah. so I can tell my, my AC guy and then I, then I notify. Right. And, and, and then the follow-up is huge. The notify is huge because I've notified him I'm going to help him, but now if he doesn't hear from me for two or three days, what do you think the next phone call I'm going to get is? Right? So I've got to follow up yeah. in order to keep the situation. Yeah. The next, the next phone call, he's lit up and he's ready to... Yeah. Come, come, yeah. He's going to be in your pool this afternoon yeah. if we're not careful. And soon I'm like, well, I empathize. No, you don't. If you empathize with me, you would already have it. And, right. and this only works if you, like, follow yeah. up with it completely. But I think this this method or this idea helps to diffuse situations, right? It doesn't right. – you're not combative. You're like, well, you know, you were late with your rent last month, so right. so it, that's your own fault, right? I mean, right. You're, 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 very, you're very calm. and Because he might be resigning another year's lease in a month or two. For sure, And yeah. I want him – and I want to maybe kick up the rent a little bit, and I want them to stay, you know? Yeah. But if he just had this situation with me, I didn't handle it 
great. Then I've got a turn, and mm-hmm. that turn is going to cost me two, three, four thousand dollars. And he's not going to be really happy leaving, so he's probably not going to leave the place in a great condition. Right. I mean, it just this handling this call actually means more than you really think it does. Right. Okay, yeah. I'm going to throw one more situation at you here. All right. And this is the nightmare, I'm sure, of every landlord. Oh boy, put me okay. on the spot here. Phone rings. Okay. Hey, uh, David Scott. I know it's April 3rd, and my my rent's due April 5th. Dude, things have been rough over here. My kid had to go into the ER last night. I had to pay cash. I'm not going to have your rent check for you on the 5th. I can probably have it for you uh, maybe by the 8th or 9th. Is that okay? Are we, are we good with that? You, you good? Good moving forward? Well, Scott, first of all, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I understand that, you know, the, my family gets sick and, and things happen. And, man, life's tough sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I apologize that you felt that way. And I understand your family's sick, and we certainly want the best for you. We really do. But this set puts me in a position that I'm, I'm kind of in a tough position here because I, too, have a family that I want to keep healthy and financially healthy, mm-hmm. and I've got a mortgage coming up. And uh, if I owned the property free and clear and maybe it didn't hurt me so much, maybe I could do that. But my position puts me into you've put me in a bad situation if I don't get the rent. So maybe there's another option for us. Do you have a church that maybe you attend that you could talk to? I could probably talk to somebody there. Do you have any friends or family? Do you have a credit card? You can put a credit card through your Rent Perfect portal. Okay. Um, I I know that's not ideal. I know that's not what you want to hear. I want to help, but there's only so much I can do. Okay. So if you could, please notify me where you're at so we can make this the easiest possible transition or payment or conclusion that we possibly can come up with. And once again, I'm sorry for your situation. I hope things are better for you in the future. Yeah, I appreciate you being understanding. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Tough situation. It is. It is tough. So let me, let me, let me kind of touch into my resources and see if I can't find a way okay. to get you your rent in the next couple of days. Okay, great. And then I'll just expect to hear back from you in maybe a couple of days and yeah. just kind of see where you're at. Yeah, perfect. And I wish you the best of luck on that. Hey, I appreciate that. Thanks for being understanding. Okay, so... I think you passed again. What? That's a tough. That's a tough. That's a tough situation. Right? That's a tough one. And I will tell you, I'm. I've talked about kind of being like, uh, like, coming back pretty hard sometimes, yeah. just naturally, because I just don't slow down. But a problem that I have in my life is I am a rescuer. Okay. Right. Like if I have the means, you want to help to help someone. Yeah. I, I do. I, I like to give service. I like to help someone, and I try not to fall into that um, relationship with my residents because the next month and the next, it creates this. Now I am not your landlord. I am your savior. Yeah. Right. I'm going to save your butt Mm -hmm. every time, you know, something happens wrong. And I don't really want to be in that position. We're business partners, but we, it is business, but I still have empathy. Right. And let me, let me ask you a quick question here. This is the fifth month in a row. I've been late on my payments on my rent payments. Does that change the conversation? Um, it, it does. Yeah, it does. It changes okay. it for me. Um, I just realized that probably coming up at some point you're leaving, whether it's by an eviction or you're just leaving. I just, I can see that the relationship as much as I want to keep it, you know, great between us. I, I can just start preparing yeah. for there, the lights, the lights yeah. at the end of the tunnel. And I know it's the coming chances fast. of them like winning the lottery right. and, and <laughs> getting financially healthy are tough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's why those are the toughest phone calls because it's a problem today, but it's probably going to be a problem next month and the next month mm-hmm. as they try to catch up. People are just living paycheck to paycheck, right? Yeah. I mean, we're seeing that today, um, 
you know, it's March, this coronavirus scare is going on here in the United States, and, and everyone who's scrambling and, and petrified are people who are living paycheck to paycheck, right. right? They're going to the grocery stores. They're cleaning out the grocery stores. It creates a panic, and, you know, if we all had a little nest egg, if we had a little bit savings, then something like this wouldn't even be an issue for people. Yeah. But landlords are going to run into this because these residents, applicants, tenants, whatever you want to call them, live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. That's, and that's just the unfortunate That's truth. unfortunate, and yeah. that's part of our industry, and it's part of what we deal with, part of the business. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd so, be homeowners. Yeah. For the most part, right? So, well, well, I, Scott, think, I think you did a great job answering questions, and I appreciate the chance to play host for just a couple minutes. So thank that's you. That's awesome. Yeah, that was, a, that was fun. Thank you. Um, you know, I seriously, I, uh, I really respect the person that just uh, has this learn kind of concept just down in their demeanor. I hope someday that it just is my everyday go-to, yeah. but... Until then, I'm just going to keep continuing to put it in my brain, stop myself. That's the only way we can change, right? Absolutely, yeah. This is good, so, good, good information, I think. Well, you're the right guy to have this, though. There's no Thank really you. expertise on this. No. It's just, uh, it's just a method. You know, it's a, a tool that you can yep. use if you have someone that calls you that's heated. We want to keep good relationships with our applicants. Then they continue to pay the rent. They take care of our property. And I appreciate uh, your time today. Is there anything Absolutely. that uh, you want to throw in there before we no, no. wind this up? I think we're good, man. I think we, we're good. Thank you. We covered conflict yeah. then, huh? Yeah. See, and I'm, def- I'm defusing this whole Are conflict you? right now. Okay, so, yeah. great. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Thanks for being here today on the Rent Perfect podcast. Uh, we love it if you subscribe, follow other podcasts that we've done. We really are just trying to bring education, whether it's about rental properties or about being a landlord or maybe just life in general. Um, But until next time, just continue to rent perfect.